Hello and welcome to That Film Studio. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. In this episode we've got another movie review and this time we're looking at The Lion King. This is essentially the second half of our podcast double. Jason and Rob recently looked at the original Lion King from 94 on Rewind and Review. This second half of this podcast double, this episode of That Film Studio is a review of the new photorealistic computer animated live action remake. Well, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? What is it? But this is Podcast Synergy right here, and of course you're getting more of me. <laughs> uh, this is Disney's latest attempt at bringing one of their animated classics to live-action format, following the likes of Cinderella, The Jungle Book, Beauty and the Beast, Dumbo, and Aladdin. The movie is out now, but if you haven't watched Lion King yet but you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers, but if you have seen that 94 movie, you already know what happens. I mean, I was going to say that, but yeah, for sure. There's not much we could really spoil. Um, directed by John Favreau, you know him from Iron Man, The Jungle Book. Um, the Lion King has a whole new cast of voice actors, with James L. Jones being the only returning voice. He, of course, voices Mufasa. Luke, you have the plot. You know this story. We know this story. A young lion, Simba, is set to succeed his father, Mufasa, as king of the Pride Lands. After Simba's paternal uncle Scar murders Mufasa, Simba is manipulated into thinking he was responsible and flees into exile. Upon growing up unconventionally with a meerkat and a warthog duo, Timon and Pumbaa, Simba is given some valuable perspective from his childhood friend Nala and the wise Rafiki before returning to challenge Scar to end his tyranny and take his place as the rightful king in the great circle of life. Cue music. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, man. Same movie. Different special effects, different animation. Watching this live-action movie made me realise The Lion King from 94 is my favourite animated Disney movie. And it took watching this live-action version for me to realise that. Because when you've asked me in the past, I've said, Peter Pan, Robin Hood, like, I don't know. What? It's The Lion King. Bloody good film. Fantastic. When watching this film, which I was enjoying, and then I'm thinking, am I enjoying this film? Or is it bringing up all those feelings and reminding me of that good film from 94? But I mean, what you get here is the same story, the same plot, a lot of the shots are the same, you're getting the same music, which is fantastic. I did Beyonce. She's uh, a Beyonce. Can't argue with that. Um, but I mean, the main difference, the main spectacle and pull of this movie is the new type of animation, you know, the CGI, basically the visual feast that you get which is the difference. Is it live action? I really have no idea. Did they use real sets and then CGI animals, or is everything CGI? Very good question. We know and the I animals know. are all CGI. <laughs> Whether they've placed them in real settings, I'm not sure. But do you know what? That just shows that the animation is that good. I have no idea. It's flawless. Like It is absolutely And flawless. not just the sets, not just the scenery, but the animals, the visuals, the creation of the lions, the meerkat, the bloody warthog and the every single freaking giraffe leopard other leopards um zebra whatever antelope hyenas they're fantastic it's all flawless it's like it's as if you're watching a david attenborough documentary like this it real is, shit this is real shit it right is so here. good but so, it took this movie for me to realize that 
Timon is a meerkat. <laughs> okay. Come on, like the way that he's drawn in in that original <laughs> movie, and I watched it as a kid, and I've not gone back to it since. Yeah, he doesn't really look like a meerkat. No, he doesn't. Oh, I, mean... so I didn't know that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah, in this one, he's popping his head up, he's looking left to right, like, oh, like a meerkat, yeah. though, yeah. like a meerkat. And he's on. I think he's on all fours a lot in this as well, which is like a meerkat. He is, yeah, does, where yeah. he walks up straight. In well, Timon, yeah, movie. very humanoid. But I mean, look, we could. I think we could sit here and gush about how impressive this looks. But do you know what it? It was about, it was when Simba was sitting in like, you know, the valley before the Mufasa thing happens, where he's sort of practicing his roar. And I sat there, it was, I think it was about 20 minutes or so into the movie, maybe, didn't have a watch. But I was like, okay, novelty's gone. And I was like, this is all this movie is offering me. It's the same movie with minor differences. <laughs> it's the same movie, just not as good. Yeah, I mean, the majority of it is shot for shot. There's a few, like, extra scenes, a few longer scenes. I mean, the main new scene is involves Nala leaving Pride Rock, which we never saw in the movie. It was all just implied. There's a new song. There's a bit of different dialogue. Some has changed for no reason. You know, like, but a lot of it, out of all the things that this movie kept the same, there is, this it's the differences that stand out, and I kind of go, but... Like, why? Like, there, there's a moment where Rafiki says, in the animated movie, you know, he says, look harder. And it's like, it's such an iconic thing that Rafiki says. It's, say it all the time, for some reason, I don't know why. In this movie, he says, look closer. Why did they change that? I don't know. Just for the sake of trying to be different? I'm going to go back and watch the animated one with my kids. And I'm glad that I've done it that way. Mm. I think I enjoyed this more than... than I think I would have enjoyed it less if I'd if watched the animated one just sure. before. I will, I've been really curious to see you know where you sort of stand with this. Because it's just reminding me, and it's like, I'm watching it, like I said earlier, it's like, I'm liking this, but... I'm liking that it's it's that movie that I like. It's that story. Yeah. It's it's the Lion I think, King. I think they were probably, you know, it was a bit of a double-edged sword because on one hand it was like, look, do we change heaps of stuff and then piss off, like, hardcore fans in it because it's like the Lion King was already so perfect? Or do we keep everything exactly the same and please everyone but then maybe upset people because it's like, it is just the same. I love the animation style in the animated movie. Yeah, it's and vibrant, it's colourful. The The... The way the animals are able to emote, like with the eyes, the expressions, they just can't—they can't really do that here. And I think that's really what's missing. There is a strong disconnect between the voice actors, the the delivery of the lines, and the emotion of the you know. As much as the visuals are really amazing, they are just like animals, and you can't really get that much emotion out of what seems to be a real breathe, living breathing animal it's and distinction just... between them like if you if you look an illustration of simba from the lion king straight away simba if you see simba from the live action movie it's a lion it's a lion it's a lion and then even yeah compared to mufasa i'm like no there's no difference and i know that's like a that in the cartoon that was the same thing as well but you know he's kind of a bit more he was mufasa sort of held himself differently. He was a little bit larger. His hair was a bit, you know, in a different sort of way. Here, very similar. It's very true. And all the female lines, don't even get me started. The lionesses, they all the same. <laughs> this could just be the toys, because, again, it's been a long time since I've seen oh, the, the original. Oh, they were not... Well, <laughs> okay, you could use them as an example, but the toys that I've seen, Mufasa has a black nose, Simba doesn't. 
Okay. And that, I think, is a way, is a <laughs> distinction between the two. Scar has a Scar. Because they're both animated lions. Yeah. So there needs to be a difference. And I think that's how they did it in the cartoon. One's got a black nose, the other one doesn't. It's hard. I think, uh, I think there are a lot of, there's just a lot of a loss in that emotion and the designs and like just trying to carry over any sort of weight and personality in a lot of the characters. Ah, but we'll get to characters in a sec. Um, just with, with some of the differences, you know, like, you know, we got something like Aladdin and it was like, there was enough differences in that movie where we went, you know what, this was worth having a new version of it. This, the change, uh, you know, the change is only good if it enhances the story or if it, if it does something new without affecting the overall story or altering characters too much. And there's just some moments where, you know, like you have Simba at the end of the movie and, you know, he's telling himself, he's telling Scar that he thinks he's worthless. So, you, you know, like, I'm nothing. I'm not a king. I'm worthless. Where it's like, that's completely different. That's a new character. Simba is not at that point in the original movie. He's, when he's going back, he's confident. He's like, no, I've got to do this. Right, okay. Yeah. I've just spoken to my big cloud father in the sky and I'm going back to take my place as king. I'm going he to started to do that and then, yeah, and then he, and then he got there and then he was, he was like, why is Simba cowering and being like, and I was like, nah, change for, for a poor reason. I mean, there's even a scene with Rafiki that, you know, in the animated movie I think is quite important. You know, he meets up with Simba and he, you know, whacks him on the head with his stick and he says to him, you know, Simba says, ow, that hurt, yeah, you know, and, and Rafiki's like, yeah, well, it's in the past. Like, it, essentially, it doesn't matter. It That scene is actually so important in getting Simba to where he is later on, when he goes back to Pride Rock, and, he, you know, the, the reason that he actually wants to go. The oh, Mufasa in the sky is just literally a cloud with lightning, a quick flash of lightning. It's like, where's the magic? It's like we're still having a fantastic, like a fantasy type moment. Where's the magic? Why is he not a head in the clouds? Why not? Is <laughs> that, that age like, old question? Is that the most iconic moment is, of the yeah, Lion King? Yeah. And it's like, nice no, a cloud. That's a bit yeah. of, oh, a the bit most of iconic is uh, Rafiki holding up Baby Simba. Okay, look, that's the most iconic. The opening scene with the Circle Life playing and all that, shot for shot, one hundred percent perfect, amazing, and I think. If they were going to do a part of this movie shot for shot, it should have been that, and they did that, and that's great. I think after that, they should have been free to just play with it a lot more. But there's still just little bits that just irked me, like, why is it different? Like, when Mufasa's hanging off the cliff and Scar's, you know, there, and Mufasa yells out to him. In the original, he says, help me, brother. Something along those lines, like, he says brother. In this movie, he just says, help me, Scar. <laughs> wow and I know like you doesn't still, have the same way you're still getting the same you know he's still asking for help and Scar's still saying no but it's just basically emphasising on brother it kind yeah. of reminds the audience and remember like this is for kids as well it reminds them that it's like it's not just another line betraying it's a him. lot more effective it's same brother his brother it's yeah. just a little tiny tweak that really just loses a lot of impact and that relays through a lot of the change in dialogue and the as we go along it's that's just the one example that really irked me and I was like what is that but then we get to characters now a lot of them are pretty much the same thing so we don't need to go through who's doing what and like you know what they're doing but there's a lot of new interpretations I guess with these voice actors how did you feel 
about <laughs> who we've got now? I mean, it worked. I really liked Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner as Timon and Pumbaa. They stood out. Timon, it took me a while to grow for him to grow on me, but uh, I got there. Seth Rogen straight away. I was straight like, away, yeah. Um, so Seth Rogen as Pumbaa and then Eichner as Timon. Yeah, I thought they were really good. Uh, Donald Glover playing the adult Simba. Yeah, he's he's good. Like, you know, and he can sing and he can act. So, yeah, he's doing everything that he needs to do there. We get Beyonce as Nala. We'd see them as kids. We've got JD McCrary as young Simba and and we've got Shahadi Wright Joseph as young Nala. Mm. And I we spent quite a lot of time with them. Again, it's been a while since I've seen that original. Um yeah, and it going was like twenty minutes until we got Donald Glover. <laughs> going back and revisiting the old one and then watching this one, like it I I, I did actually come to realise that we do spend a lot more time with the with them as younger cubs. Oh, I've got a question. Yeah. Because <laughs> as, I'm watch, as I'm watching this movie, and you've got Simba, is a little cub, he's with Timon and Pumbaa, eating grubs, walking on logs. Yep. And then you've got that iconic shot, walking past the moon, yeah. the blue sky. How much time passes? Like, from him leaving the Pride and going back, do we know... How much time it's actually passes? It's got to be a few years. In animal years to eight, maybe like five years or so. Because he just seems to like age rapidly, which is saying that, okay, he was he was away for a very, very long time. It's been a few years. But again, in animal... Is that what you reckon? A few well, years? Well, I'm pretty sure like in the animated movie, like Simba as a cub, he's like six days old when we first meet him. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I guess like, in the cartoon, I always went with it. But watching this movie... It's like, oh, so how much time are we actually saying has lapsed? It's, 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 it's more than a few years. Five to ten years, at least. And he was believed to have been dead the whole time. It's just, you know, the, the start of the log is a cub. The end of the log is just like an adult lion. I did like the joke they threw in there where, you know, they, they're singing Hakuna Matata and, and it is, it's like, oh, you've, you're gonna, you gained like 200 pounds or something during the duration of yeah, the song. So and it's I, as if like, yeah, they are chuckle. literally yeah, singing the highlighting song. that part. You know, as a kid, and I've often find this, like, the hero of the piece can often change for you when you're a kid and when you're an adult. Mm. Like, you, you no longer agree with the person you thought or who you used to agree with. But then, listening to Hakuna Matata, like, in the cinema watching this movie, I'm like, that is a terrible message. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, that is the worst, the worst message. Yeah, don't give a don't shit. Don't care about anything. Just do what you want. And as a kid, I would have been like, yeah, yeah. as an adult. I think, oh, God, no. that is very irresponsible. No, but he comes around. You know, that's he the does. whole thing he with does. the lying. He does come uh, around. And they second-guess themselves. <laughs> they no longer agree with the song in its entirety themselves. The songs, man. The songs <laughs> are the bloody songs. So as I'm watching it... Well, then, to an extent. Yeah, you, you mentioned a few I mean, changes, but... They're not better... They're, not. They're either the same or worse. <laughs> but it's, you got the circle of life, and you just the songs are like, oh, these are really good songs. I'm in the cinema, I'm watching it, and it's them. like, oh, you know, this this movie's making me feel good, and oh, it's this song and that song, and it's like, oh, but it's, they've done it already. Much, just like with Aladdin, it's like, yeah, like they're the same songs, but it was more like what we get new are new performances. And in Aladdin, you know, you, you we got some interesting spins well, on Will, the yes, spins. Will Smith was doing a different genie. He was doing Will Smith's yeah. genie and genie songs. It's like, okay, cool. With this, you're getting these actors, but they're doing the same characters as they were, but just their voices. I mean, we're going to get to the end of this review, and we're going to rate it, and, and I still don't know. 
because <laughs> like I just honestly I don't know like am I Look, am I, mean, I using my love of that original movie yes, yes. because you know Look, I mean oh, like the, the, can you, know, you feel the love tonight performed by, performed by um, Danny Glover or Childish Gambino even you know like, that's his musical name and Beyonce like of course it's fantastic and then you've got Seth Rogen and uh, Billy Eichner sort of bookending it just like they do in the in the animation. And it's like, yeah, it works. Like, there's a bit of playfulness and fun. I mean, they're oh, doing it well. They're doing it well. well. I mean, like, yeah, the song is good. Um, Chiwetel Ejiofor's uh, Scar, his performance as... Well, as Scar, actually, is a bit naff. I'll, I'll get to that in a sec. But his Be Prepared song, horrendous. Horrendous. Like, not to knock him, but like... The man really shouldn't be singing. Not a song like that where it's like it's such a high vocal point. Oh, oh, just, man. Really your just... your face looks in pain. <laughs> As you're saying, I, what you're, saying. Uh, <laughs> you, you're not a big fan of like you hate musicals. You've said. Oh yeah, I do. I dislike like, musicals. Yeah. I felt like I was you when Scar was singing. I was like, this is so painful. And that's what I was actually think... like. I'm uncomfortable hearing yeah, this. And, it's not nice. And that's what made me think that you know Lion King really. You know, I've got a special place for it because there is a lot of singing. But I like the movie as a whole. Yeah. But like his to, Scar I thought was actually, fine. The no, design the yeah. design of Scar was pretty cool. Yeah, the design. Was, the design. It was really <laughs> daggy and I uh, do you know what yeah, I kinda got used to his voice. I don't hate him as much as I hated Jafar. Um I mean who was it in the original? Jeremy Irons. Jeremy freaking Irons. I know, who is so it good. It would have been I think it would have been nice. Like he brought Mufasa back. I mean, yeah, James oh, yeah. To have the two of them Scar and Mufasa. But you know what? We did get James L. Jones as Mufasa back. And do you know what? Underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> I was unsure where you was going to go with that. Well, what did you think? Like, I think I like that they brought him back. Yeah, I like the idea, but the he, concept. and his, his voice, it's not as powerful as that original. You I can mean, tell he this, was already in his 60s when he first yeah, recorded, this right? This is and an now he's older in his 80s. man. And I think... You heard it in his voice. He sounded older. There was like almost not. I, I don't want to be disrespectful. Because oh, yeah, and I don't want to James think Earl that Jones he's just like, oh, I've done it. I don't really care anymore. I like to think, look, he is still he's having trying, a, man. Yeah, I he's believe he's trying. Yeah. But he came back to Darth Vader in the Star Wars films. And he sounds the same because he's got the modulator. Oh, and everything yeah, else. No, that helps. Yeah. But he doesn't sound like he did. He sounds different. There's one line in the original one where he, you know, like he tell, he turns to Simba and he, you know, he's kind of just playing with him, but he's like, "You deliberately disobeyed me," and it sounds menacing. It's so deep. It's like, "Holy shit! Do not mess with Mufasa. This man is scary. This line man." <laughs> in this movie, it's like, "You deliberately disobeyed me," and it's like, "Just get out of here." I mean, they could have just <laughs> lifted the lines from that original <laughs> movie. He just not told anybody. He, but he, he it does. It does sound different. He does. He is, and it's it's unfortunate because it's just like it, it it brings Mufasa down. But what do you do? Do you have an aging James Earl Jones back in this movie, or do they get somebody else? Like I, don't I know, think if it Sylvester meant, Stallone. If it, <laughs> I think if it meant a better, stronger performance, oh, wow. get someone else. But I mean, they went with someone else with Scar and well, with everybody else. Didn't well, you, well, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like Scar specifically, you know, another adult male lion, and it's like uh, underwhelming as well. Like he just sounded like a British man. <laughs> okay, a black a British man. 
Is he British? He is British. Is he really? Oh, okay. Yeah, he was in love, actually, if that makes... If that proves it. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know, but... He okay. was Andrew Lincoln's um, friend. That's right. Yeah, Kira Knightley. Oh, yeah. yeah. All that. Yeah. Married Kira Knightley. It's never a good sign when we do a review and just start talking about <laughs> completely different movies. I'm trying to think of other characters. Rafiki, he was not as goofy and playful as he was in the original. He... Kicked ass at the end. I did like that. Got his stuff. Yeah. Why would? Why was there such an emphasis? You know, when he got his stuff and he was, like, he was sort of like, like it was like a Jedi picking up his lightsaber. Like he hadn't had it for so. Why was there such an emphasis? I on... took it that way that he had given up combat for a life of. He's how I interpreted it. And then he was drawn back and he had to get his weapon. I feel like there was just some subplot that oh, we no, never got anything on. That's how I read it. I was just like, why is... So it's like it's he's, he's living a life of peace. Hmm. <laughs> and then he gets you back out. Uh, we get a hell of a lot of John Oliver playing Zazu. Zazu? That's him. <laughs> Zazu? <laughs> yeah, Zazu. That's yeah. how we pronounce it in England. Do you know what? He, he worked for me. He was yeah, fine. I thought he was I mean, good. like, it's hard. He was it's like, he's no Ron Atkinson, but he's fine. He, he does it. It's fine. It's fine. I'll stop, I'll stop saying fine. Did not know it was Ron Atkinson in that original. Yeah, man. Honestly, man, I have not seen it since I was a kid. I'm looking forward to showing it to my kids. We've got um, Hyenas. And, you know, controversially, I think maybe it was controversial, they changed the name of Ed and I think it was Banzai they changed. Oh, did so they? So there's a... We've still got a Shenzi, both times called Shenzi. One of them called Kamari, one of them called Azizi. They made a big deal of announcing that they're changing the names to it, whatever. In the movie, they never say their names. So ex- what? I don't understand what... I don't know. Oh, okay. That's my point. They say Shenzi multiple times, but then you don't... They're only credited in the credits. So I'm like, what was the point? Just don't make a big deal about it. Don't make things a thing when it's not a thing. Talking That's hyenas, my though, two cents. Talking hyenas, you know that I'm a big fan of Keegan Peel. Yep. We get one half. So Kamari, we get Keegan-Michael Peel. Yeah. Keegan. No, Keegan-Michael no, Keegan. Key. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Keegan-Michael Key yep. is in this movie, and he is really good. With, along I with enjoyed, Eric Andre. Yeah, the joke with Eric Andre's character, how he keeps getting too close to him. Yeah, it's like, what Hilarious. are you doing? Like, you're doing space, on, yeah. You are doing it on purpose. <laughs> you are totally doing this on purpose. See, differences like that, that's not in the original. The hyenas Having fun. Having fun with that. Worked for me completely in this. Yeah. And Florence Kasumba, who... she is she the lead in Us? Oh, is she? Or did I just make that no, up? No, no, that's... Not, um, no, I'm thinking no. of Shahadi, who plays young Nala. It was in Us. Right, okay. Yeah, sorry. There was someone from Us, and that was her. Um, but anyway, she's doing fine. A good job there. The hyenas worked. I like the hyenas. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like critics. Just as yeah. I remembered them, yeah. Oh, a bit different, but yes. <laughs> um, and, yeah, well, yeah, that's... Different how? Because I, I don't, again, it's been a while. <laughs> so they're pretty much how I remembered them. What's they're, different about them? Uh, oh, just the type of humour and stuff. Like, that. Like, oh, okay. Like, well, one, like the third hyena, you know, doesn't speak and just laughs and is really dumb. But here they're, they're more talking and, yeah, Got different you. kind of humour. But still, uh, yeah. Hans Zimmer Hans is Zimmer. back doing the score. Completing his own circle of life. What started in 94 ends in 2019. Uh, the score is the fantastic. <laughs> because the it's King. the score to The Lion King. Yeah. Do you reckon he just resubmitted The Lion King? And they're like, is this different? He's like, yep. Yeah, I just <laughs> yeah, fully recorded yep. it. Yep. <laughs> it is completely different. 
I'm I mean, sure. did you notice differences? Because you watched both of them in a close period they, of time, didn't you? Nah, the music just sounds as wonderful and magical as it did. Who's singing Circle Alive? Because it's not the Elton John one, is it? Uh, well, it's a different singer. At, it's not Elton. Elton John doesn't sing the Circle of Life in the original. It's a female What? Singer. It's a female singer. I can't remember her what? name. There are my other notes. Didn't he? Did, what? He has a version of um, Can You Feel the Love Tonight, which plays over the end credits of the original animated. Or am I one. thinking of Candle in the Wind? <laughs> That's definitely, yeah, the Princess Diana song. song. Fuck, yeah. I, did he write Circle of Life? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, right, well, he composed and wrote with Tim Rice. I again have not watched that, that movie in a very long time. I think you should, honestly, you should listen to the Rewind and Review podcast of the original one. Plug. But I have said <laughs> I will listen to that review, but I want to rewatch the movie no, first. I'll give you all the information. Honestly, I remember your. It can happen. You remember things wrong. And I've clearly remembered. Oh, that's how we get Mandela effects. Wrong. Like, I mean, that's people like literally you. what it is. Um, we're trailing off. So I think. <laughs> I think. It is time. Please go first. <laughs> Give your rating first. Yeah, well, I didn't hate this movie. I didn't hate it. I put it on the poster, Jason. That film's due. <laughs> <laughs> I I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed watching it. It's not a because it's not a shit story. It's not. A, no, it's it's the Lion King <laughs> exactly. And oh, I mean, we didn't mention, but you know, like. Much like the comparisons I had with Aladdin, you know, like there is a stage musical and that's different and it makes changes, but you know, that's wonderful and it's amazing and there's new things to come of it. And oh, the new song by Beyonce, I can't even remember it. I can't. It was shit. I know, it, I know it's in there. <laughs> it's Beyonce, but it was shit. Why? Anyway, um, of course, visually incredible. However, on that, the visuals, the emotions that you get from the animals don't match the the, the deliveries of the line, the, the of the lines from the voice actors. Oh, not I, the delivery of the lines. Yeah, it's, I, I think I did the same thing in, in rewind review. I said oh, lines, you? and it's made. I sounded like it sounded like I said lines. Anyway, but yeah, for the majority of the time, I felt like I was list. I could I could visualize these actors in recording booths just reading, and you don't want that at all. And I wasn't my automatically just doing it, and I don't know. And don't even, and don't even get me started on Mufasa's death scene. Like, just I didn't give a shit, and that's ridiculous. You should be watching that lion fall to his death and actually care, and you just don't because there's just no emotion, there's no soul. So, yeah, it is the same movie. The songs, some are great, some are really bad. It's, it's it's hard. I feel like saying three is too generous. But then I'm like, anything lower is a bit too harsh. Cause, but I don't know. It, it's one of those things. Why does this movie exist? For money. It was an interesting experience. And I'm going to say... I'll say three out of five. Ah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, okay, three. I was nervous. <laughs> I thought you were going to go lower. Um, I really feel like for the first time ever doing this podcast, I cannot trust my own judgment <laughs> because I don't know what I like and dislike about this movie or the original. I'm going to come in to play it safe like you with a three. No stretch of the imagination is this a bad film. It's a good film. 
which is confusing when you say it's three out of five. But it isn't that original movie. It's a copy. It's a live action animated it is, oh, copy yeah, it of that original movie. But I did enjoy it. But I enjoyed the story, which we got in 94. I enjoyed the songs we got in 94. Three out of five. So go and watch the 94 movie. That's <laughs> that's what I'm doing next. I will go back uh, and watch that movie. There we go. Um, a tiny, tiny bit of trivia. Now, speaking of this being pretty much the same movie, I'll copy. Um, just a bit of trivia on Donald Glover. He says that um, in preparing for the songs that he had to perform for this movie, he had to put zero effort into learning the lines. Lines. <laughs> because he knew the he songs. He knew none of the lines. No. <laughs> no, he knew all of the lines. 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 Right. So he knew them, but he was putting effort into not knowing them. No, no, he didn't have to do anything. Right, okay. He didn't so have to up, learn right. any so of the words. He knew them all. Because like everybody else on the planet, he, he has seen that 94 movie. He grew up watching the movie. He loves The Lion King among a lot of us. Yeah, and he's like... That was really easy. I just had to... He grew up singing these songs to himself. Yeah, it's interesting, know. isn't it? Yeah, you know, he he's doing it in a movie. Yeah, but he was just like, didn't have to learn any of the words. That's the trivia. Hope oh, you enjoyed that. I did. <laughs> Got a bit confused there. <laughs> but that's it for our review of The Lion King. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We are on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film's Due Podcast. We also have our sister shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. Be sure to also check out our new website, thatfilmsyoupodcast.com. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent review of Spider-Man Far From Home. Sounds like comics have a recent episode looking at Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. And Rewind and Review, of course, went back to 94 for the original and better <laughs> Lion King. Uh. I don't do it intentionally, but I keep, miss I keep dropping the. I keep just saying Lion King. That's Lion King. The Lion King. Do you know what? I think I'm officially Lion Kinged out. For now. I'm so. not. <laughs> I'm going to go back and watch that original movie. But anyway, time to move on. Coming soon from that film stew, a review of... What is next? Batman? I'm going is to say it... either Batman Hush or Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. It might be Batman Hush. Let's go with that one. <laughs> but we will be doing our first ever review Point. of a Fast and Furious movie. Yep. You've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from that film studio. We'll see you soon. Why do you hate Disney so much? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. Oh, just like him. Just like him. I'm making it better. <laughs> just like him.